Hey, welcome to Dipping Life with Merv. My name is Merve. Thank you so much for taking your time to listen to my podcast. It really means a lot. Have you ever felt compared? Have you ever compared yourself to somebody? Have you ever felt little, like you're not making progress in life? Well, on today's episode, I am going to be talking about that. Cue the music. As I said, I'm passionate about people. I'm passionate about God. I believe the reason we are on this planet is because there is a higher being that has placed us here. Now, today's episode is going to be about comparison. Obviously, all of us have experienced comparison or we've compared ourselves to somebody or somebody has compared us to someone. And it's just this this cycle of messiness. Today, I want to talk about it because I feel like we need to talk more about the power of comparison and the damage that it actually has on us. I feel like when we were kids, our parents or people around us, our coach or or aunties, they would tell us that one line, be yourself. Be yourself was the line that we would get when we would try so hard. When we were kids, we would go to primary school, go to daycare or wherever you went. Um, go to church or go to a soccer team or karate you would try your best you would really put in the effort and when it didn't work out and the parent or the auntie or the uncle or the family member saw the frustration and the look on your face they would say just be yourself you remember when you liked somebody and you went to somebody that that was a little bit older or maybe a youth leader or a youth pastor or, or maybe one of your girlfriends or or your guy friends and you said hey i really like this person and i really want them to to notice me and they would just say be yourself you remember when you were nervous about your first job for me it was hungry jacks at Kabramata. oh god my first job was at hungry jacks in Kabramata. yo i'm telling you they gave me this this the tiniest shirt and it was so awkward but but you remember when you went for that interview remember when you went for that big job that you were you were looking for you were looking for this opportunity and you went there but before you went there you felt nervous you spoke to somebody and they told you those famous words be yourself just be yourself now the question that i have today is what 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 happened to being yourself what happened to that great advice of just be yourself and the reason I start with that and the reason I'm asking is because at some point, uh, whether you're an adult listening to me or whether you're a teenager, you deep down, you know that you should just be yourself. Deep down, you know, you should just be yourself and yourself is enough because we've been told all those things. And I really am a firm believer in uh, me being myself is enough. I can't be anyone else. You can't be anyone else. But my point is this, whatever, whatever happened to that advice? Because we still say it to kids, like if my nephew came up to me and, and he was acting strange, I would, I would say, dude, just, just be yourself. If a friend was acting nervous about a, a job interview or, or something that they were excited for and, and I noticed that they weren't being true to themselves, I would just say that word, be yourself. Now, we know that. We know I should, we should be ourselves. We know we should just present our self and our best forward and and, and it's fine in this world of you know pretense and, and instagram and all of these things they're lovely 
uh, it's fine to present something uh, but, but then the problem arises when what the image of self that we have doesn't feel good enough there is a problem that arises when the image of myself that I have or the way I view my life starts to feel like it's not good enough when did you start comparing yourself when was that time when was that season in your life where you started to realize wait a minute this isn't uh-uh no there's there's got to be more i i feel like everyone else around me is moving forward i feel like everyone around me knows exactly what they're doing with their life i feel like i am the only one that hasn't read that book went to that seminar watched tony robbins at fifty thousand times or have motivational quotes on my instagram or haven't listened to this preacher or that preacher why does it seem like everyone knows what they're doing but me I, I want to speak about comparison because I feel like comparison is stealing a lot of things from us. And we all know that, but we're still getting caught up in it. Why is it that I can wake up in the morning and immediately I just woke up, my breath still stinky. But how is it that in the morning I can already start comparing myself to people that I don't even know? Why is comparison so powerful and why is it destroying us? I believe the reason comparison is powerful and it is destroying us is because we actually don't know our purpose. And I'm going to be firm with this because when I start to talk about purpose, some people might feel like, oh, come on, bro. Like, just get a nine to five. There's nothing wrong with a nine to five. Uh, There is nothing wrong with just providing for your family. There is nothing wrong uh, with living a life that is quiet and peaceable. The Bible commands it. There is nothing wrong with that. But we have to stop playing small and think that you just living a quiet life, nine to five, is not an amazing thing. You living a nine to five is an amazing thing. If you compare, uh compare that to somebody who is living in a third world country. You see, comparison, sometimes it will work if it, if it helps us to get a, gain a better perspective. But in most cases, I find that when I start to compare, I never compare to be thankful. I compare to feel less than. I never compare to say, wow, how great. I'm fortunate. I'm still able to work through a pandemic. I'm still able to do this. I, I'm always comparing myself to see what I don't have, who I, who's not in my life, who isn't on my side, who isn't supporting me, the car that I'm not driving, the house that I'm not living in, the investments that I'm not making, the books that I'm not reading. And it's like comparison comes to a point where it, it, it overwhelms us and it begins to rob us. I want to talk about comparison today because I want to help anyone that is listening to me to first of all understand that you are not in a race with anyone else. You're not in a race with anyone else. You're not in a race even with your twin. Even if you guys were born uh, two minutes apart, 30 seconds apart. I don't care if your names are Bob and Bib. I do not care. You're not in a race with your brother. You're not in a race with your auntie. You're not in a race with your husband. You're not in a race with your best friend. You're not in a race with your high school mates. You're not in a race with your your smartest brother who mom and dad feel like, yeah, now he's the one that's going to take us take us out of this mortgage uh, payments. Uh, you're not in a race with your athletic brother who's stronger than you, goes to the gym and, and likes rough boyish stuff, or quote-unquote boyish stuff. You're not in a race with the guy that stands up up, up the front and, and preaches and, and talks. You're not in a race with anyone else i need everyone to understand you're not in a race so the spirit of comparison itself needs to die because you need to understand that you 
have been put on this planet with a purpose. I begin to compare myself when I don't understand that I've been put here with a specific purpose. I begin to compare myself when I forget the mandate that is on my life and I begin to look to the left and to the right. I don't know if you watched the Olympics, but one of the most amazing things that I saw is when those athletes were running. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine to be able in that moment to run so fast and to make uh, to make a history, really, to, do, to make history, but you've been training for all these years. Now, can you imagine if you and I are, uh, were one of, of those athletes, so the, the, the gun sounds and all of a sudden, boom, we start running. We start running. Bah, 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 bah. Can you imagine if one of them just starts to look to the left or to the right everyone in their homes will start to say what the heck are you doing my guy what the heck are you doing bro look forward look everyone if it was the jamaicans if it was the american if it was the aussies everyone would be like oh my goodness all cameras or news stations will be pointing at that one athlete that stopped looking in his lane and started looking in other people's lanes why is it that we would do that about those athletes but we won't do that about our lives why is it that I'm okay to compare myself on a daily basis in micro micro comparison? You know, you go on Instagram and you say, oh, oh, nice. They're on holiday. Oh, look, they bought a new house. Oh, investment. Oh, oh, they bought a new car. Oh, they're starting a business. Oh, they're a life coach. Oh, they're this now. Oh, they're this now. And it's like, you don't realize it. The whole day you're, you're doing these little micro comparisons. So by the time you hit the bed at night, you're like, huh, what is my life about? Why am I even here? I want to challenge my brothers and my friends and my sisters. You're listening to me and, and comparison is stealing things from you. And one of the most important things that comparison steals from us is joy. Comparison destroys my joy. Comparison is destroying your joy. When you begin to look around and, and you start to name and, and label the things that other people have but you don't have. Comparison is stealing your joy. When you look at your brother, when you look at your friends that you started high school with and you graduated at the same time, you started uni with and you graduated uh, at the same time, when you look at them and you look at their success or you look at what they're doing in life and you forget to stay within your lane and look forward, your destiny is looking at you and saying, what are you doing? The God that has put you on this planet is looking at you and saying, what are you doing? looking at other people's lanes like an athlete you have been placed on this earth not to race against other people but to race towards that which god has prepared for you everyone has a specific purpose you have been called you have been formed you have been placed on this planet for a time like this with a specific purpose one of the challenges that I always uh, place on my sisters is that, you know, both of my sisters are amazing singers, singers my favorite singers, in fact. Um, I, I, I look at them and they inspire me so much. They're amazing in, at what they do and I can see the glory of God. I can see the grace of God on their lives. But one of the challenges that I give to them always is that although they sing together, although they're the Almighty sisters, their races are different. Their destinies don't have to be identical. I'm saying this because you, you might be listening to me and you have a friend, you have a, you have a, a, a brother, you have somebody in your life who has an amazing destiny or you, you think alike or people look at you and say, oh my God, um, yes, you too, amazing, perfect, just stay like that. I want you to know that as identical as you might be in what you do, your destinies 
are not identical. Our destinies and God's plan for our lives complement each other, but they're not identical. And I'm saying this because I want to give peace to that person that's been comparing themselves to the other person that does exactly the same thing that they do. If you're a life coach listening to me, stop comparing yourself. If you're a high school kid that's listening to me, I need you to stop comparing yourself. Because when you begin to compare yourself, you lose the energy, the strength, the joy to do what God is asking you to do in this season. Comparison is destroying our lives. But there is hope. There is hope because when you begin to understand why you have been placed on this earth and you understand your role that you need to play, as insignificant as it might appear to other people, right? That's that comparison talking because you're thinking, oh, but I'm just a dot, dot, dot. As insignificant as it might appear, I need you to understand who has assigned you to do what you're called to do. The Bible challenges us to do everything as if we're doing it for God. So when I started my journey with this podcast, man, I tell you the insecurities were a lot. I, the, the, if, you, if only you could see the nights that I would stay up and I would say a sentence and I, and I would delete it. I'll start recording, I'll, I'll hit the delete button. I'll start recording and hit the delete button. And there was an internal battle within me. And so I remember one night, it was like three in the morning and I've just recorded the whole thing. I'm tired, I'm sleepy and I'm listening over and I'm editing it. And you know what? I was editing every time I would breathe in. Every time I would breathe in, every time I would go, I was editing that. Because I was so insecure that if people hear me and, oh, am I too close to the microphone? Should I do this? Should I do this? Am I breathing too loud? Am I getting too passionate? Should I stop? And you know what? In that moment, God had to really put me in place and check me. In that moment, he said, Merv, why is it that you're limiting yourself by thinking about what people are going to think about? See, this is the type of comparison that we do that is next level where you begin to think for other people, where you begin to think what other people are going to think. And and the question is this, who gave you the right to do that? Who gave you the right? Like, I, for me personally, God started to say, bro, like, you need to chill out. Like, you're too busy worried about how you look, how you sound, what people are going to think about you. Bro, what people think about you is none of your business. That's their business. You have to be okay with your intentions. You have to be okay with the intentions and the motivation and the inspiration that comes from God. Can you imagine? I was at a place where I was scared, that I was intimidated, I was nervous about people hearing me breathe. And you know what? That is an insult to God. I can't do, you can't do anything that you're doing without breathing. So in fact, I'm really saying I don't want the inspiration to flow out. I don't want people to hear the inspir, the, the air, the, the breath that is coming. I don't even want people to hear my words. Why? Because there's a sense of not being good enough or not being worthy enough. But where is that coming from? It is coming from me comparing myself to somebody else. Comparison. So remember this. Comparison will kill your joy. Comparison will kill joy your joy it will kill it will destroy it will steal your joy whatever you want to say and when you don't have joy 
they don't have strength. The Bible says that the joy of the Lord, God's joy is my strength. When when I have that joy of salvation, when I understand that I've been placed on this planet with a, with a purpose, that my health, me, me being able to wake up in the morning and my feet to be able to touch the ground, that is because God has seen it fit for me to be on this planet. When I begin to meditate on those things, I begin to understand, wow, this God loves me. When I understand that he loves me, joy comes within me. He fills my heart. I start to understand that maybe possibly there is a purpose for my life oh my god i'm not going to mess up and and i'm just going to continue to focus on the fact that god loves me i'm going to continue to do what he's asked me to do today today the other thing that i realized in my own life is that i begin to compare myself when i don't see the results that i thought that i would see at a specific time I begin to compare myself because I see and I say to myself that, oh man, I thought that at this age I would be dot, dot, dot. Oh man, I thought that by now I would have had dot, dot, dot. And and this is the weirdest thing. Like we live in a world where obviously setting goals and, and being inspired and having a, a plan is amazing. It's kind of sexy to have a, a life plan. It's amazing. It's beautiful. But if you have that plan that it doesn't work out, you're destroying yourself and I'm destroying myself if I'm saying, well, I thought by now I would have this and this. By now I would have this and this. And and I feel like I need to come on here and tell somebody that's listening to me. The destination is not the most important thing. Having that thing that you planned to have isn't the most important thing. It is not the most important thing. Now, September uh, 14th around there, 2004, I came to the nation of Australia. My life changed forever my life changed when i tell you my life changed it's like night and day i was telling my family how when we got to sydney airport and we we were driving through that tunnel it felt like eternity to come out from the other side and you know what that's a symbol i still look at it today as a symbol of like that that transition phase where i'm not where i used to be and 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 i'm not where i am meant to be yet but but the most important thing is this the destination australia itself was never the most important thing in God's agenda. The most important thing in God's agenda was my heart transformation, my mind transformation. For me to be able to come into a point where I understand that, man, I went through that crap in that refugee camp. I went through days and nights where I didn't have food. I went through uh, days where I would go to school. I didn't have anything to eat. I'll come back home and didn't have anything to eat. The most important thing now when I look back isn't that I came to Australia. It's that the story that God gave me, the testimony that God gave me, is the platform which I stand on today to know that I am here for a reason. I am here for a purpose. And I'm here to say to somebody, the journey that you're on right now is the most important thing. The person that you're becoming through this season, through this journey, through the pain that you're feeling, through the loneliness that you're feeling, through the heartache, through the confusion and the, and the questions, the, the, the weakness that you're feeling in the morning and at night, the hopelessness, the sleepless nights, the, the, the addiction, the, the, the confusion about who you are. I'm telling you, the testimony and the story are all in one package. I'm telling you, it's not about having what you think you want to have. It's about the person that we become. No one can ever take that away from you. If you're praying for a car or praying for a house or praying for all these things, that's amazing. When you have them, great. But guess what? If you have them and and, and, and your mind hasn't changed, you still think the way you used to think about yourself, about your family or whatever it is, then it's all pointless. It's all pointless. 
all I have about Malawi is the stories. And every time I tap into the stories, I believe I can do anything. Every time I tap into the stories of where I've come from, the darkness of, of, uh, of Malawi and, and, and the refugee camp, every time I think about that, I'm like, wait a minute, bro, I, I am made from something. I believe it's time for us, our generation needs to understand that it is the dark hours of the soul, the mind camp of our souls, the nights where you feel like you can't make it. Those are the nights, those are the moments that make us who we are. Those are the moments. Those are the moments that make us who we are. Those are the moments where we find out and we finally understand that there is a God that has a plan for us. My brother, my sister, my friend, I need you to understand all you need to be is who God has called you to be. All you need to be is who God has called you to be. You being on this planet is a gift. You are enough as you are right now yes there are rooms for improvement but the reason i'm saying you are enough is because you are enough to do what god has called you to do you comparing yourself to other people is you picking up other people's life's assignment your life assignment might be completely different to theirs it might be identical but you are not them comparison is killing us but guess what? I believe in you. I believe in you. I believe in what God has put inside of you. I believe that you came on this planet with a purpose and a plan that has come from God. And if you surrender your life, meaning you surrender your existence, you surrender what your idea of who you are to him, he will transform the way you see yourself. He will transform the way you see other people around you. And for the first time in your life, you will see that life is not a comparison, a competition between you and somebody else. But life, your life, my life is meant to be a complement to the people around us. Our lives are meant to be a complement to the people around us. My friend, you listening to me is you being a complement to my life. And I speaking to you is me being a complement to your life. Whether you agree with me or not, I am here to fulfill that which God has called me to do. And I'm telling you, there will come a day and there will come a time in your life where one day you will know exactly what you have been placed on this earth to do. There will not be a force on this planet that will be able to stop you from doing that which God has asked you to do. Now, if you continue to compare yourself, that day will come and that day will pass. Why? Because you'll be saying, well, if is this all? Why can't it be that or that? So, if you want comparison to destroy your life, continue to compare yourself. But if you want peace, if you want to walk in genuine love, if you want to support people genuinely in their goals, in their dreams, if you want to be able to be there for others, I need you to stop comparing yourself. I know you can do it. I know you have what it takes. The season that you're going through right now, the hardships that you're experiencing right now, they are making you the man that will inspire. They're making you the woman that will inspire millions, billions of people on this planet. You have what it takes and it's not far from you. It's actually within your story. If you're a Christian and you're listening to me and you're saying, man, I don't have an amazing story. I need you to understand that before you were in Christ, you were a filthy sinner like I, I was. So your story might not be this grand story of a refugee camp, but your story might be that one day you 
believed in Jesus Christ and your life was changed and you were never the same. You cannot trivialize that because that is the most important day besides the day that you were born and the day that you get married. Anyways, guys, love you so much. I'm praying for you. I believe in you. I genuinely believe in you. Even if you don't believe in yourself, I'll believe in you for you until you gain the strength to stand up and believe in you. Um, this has been Dipping Life with Merv. Before I leave, I really want to pray. I want to pray for that young person, that teenager, the husband, the dad, the brother that's been struggling with comparison. Father God, I thank you for my brother, my sister, my friend that's listening to this. I, I pray that the spirit of comparison will cease. May you give them peace right now. In the middle of the night, in the morning, give them peace. May their eyes be focused on you. That comparison that they're dealing with, that fear, that anxiety, that feeling of not being good enough. I come against it right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray that the peace of God and the love of God will be the strength that they will stand on. I thank you, God, for the healing. I thank you for what you're doing in their family. I thank you for your protection over them through this crazy time. And when they come back again, I pray that they will be stronger, better, wiser than who they were while listening to this because you're constantly doing a new work inside of their minds and their hearts i pray this in the name of jesus christ amen god bless you you're amazing you're destined for greatness believe it please check out my youtube channel the omaris and my instagram page thank you guys god bless you Bye bye